Welcome to Making Account, a podcast that provides practical financial advice for every stage of life. I'm Christina. And I'm Randy. And we're not financial experts. (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) No, we're just like you, aka doing our best to reach financial success and trying not to stumble along the way. And we're making it happen thanks to all the help from our Money Smart friends. That's right. So stay tuned for fun guest interviews, listener-submitted Q&As, and plenty of our own money experiences. The more embarrassing, the better, right? You say embarrassing, I say educationally entertaining. Whether you're working to make the most of your paycheck or ready to up your investment game, we've been there and done that. And we still have more to learn. So together, let's make make it count. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Making It Count. Welcome back. Randy, I have some great news and I have some bad news. I don't like bad news. Just give me all the good news. Well, Mm. you can't really start this episode out with all the stress. (laughs) Well, the bad news is that we've reached the final season, like the final episode of season four. No. I know. Cue the tears. (laughs) But the great news is, is today's episode is packed with a ton, and I mean ton with a capital T-O-N. Um, of financial tips from a few of our own money smart friends. Thank goodness. I, I How has it already been 10 episodes? I can't believe it. Time really flies when you're having fun. Right? And this yeah. season was so much fun. We mm-hmm. learned so many things. My favorite was the three-part series about vacationing. I mean, yeah. vacation. I'm, I've already planned my next several vacations. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. I yeah. can't wait to hear about that. Especially the staycation episode. Yes. I mean, when we had Lauren on, she was telling us all about the fun things to do in Florida and how to do it on a budget. That's such useful information. Yes. And now I follow her on Instagram and I get all kinds of ideas. So I love... Lauren was incredible. What about you? What was one of your favorites? Let's go down memory lane. Memory lane? I mean, <laughs> going back to the very beginning with the gig economy, when we were talking to Natalie, like yes! everything about or everything that we had to do about getting your life together from all of your free time that you had. And you really have to start somewhere. And I think that's a lot of what this episode today is going to be about, too. I agree. Definitely. Well, today we're going to be ending the season with a bang. Bang! We keep, we have to, okay, producer Nicole, we've got to incorporate more sound effects next next year. year. Yeah. Next season. Everyone in our audience demands that we have sound effects. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we're going to be diving into some different financial advice for every stage of life. I am so excited. And I know I say this about every episode, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure that I am going to benefit from learning a thing or two about our amazing guests today. Actually, I was just reading an article on annuity.org and apparently 25% of Americans, a quarter of Americans say that they they don't feel like they have anyone that they can ask trusted financial guidance to that's that's actually a lot like 25 percent feels like a small percentage but there's over 330 million americans out there so 25 percent you got to take that into account because the vast population i mean there's a lot of people out there right luckily we have a lot of money smart friends who have been able to give us a lot of great advice okay randy what is the best financial advice that made an impact on you throughout your life. It could be at any of your... I mean, you're a young buck. Thank so you. So you haven't luckily, lived as audience, much as I have. <laughs> luckily, the audience can't see how old I actually am. <laughs> but, but what yes. do you... Like, in your lifetime so far, you're recently married. You've had a lot of life changes. Oh, yeah. What is some of the best financial advice you've ever had? Credit cards. Right away. I'm so? so glad that I got my credit card as early as I did in life because it, it really helped me build my credit, have an understanding, be financially stable, all of that. I was taught very young. 
So I didn't get much of that from, you know, from my parents and my family, but I had a, a mentor at a, a former job and he gave me a lot of advice on how to build credit properly. And it really put me into a good standing. Wow. Today. You are really lucky because not a lot of people. Oh, I mean, we only heard that 25% yeah. of Americans. I was I was in there. And you could easily we've done many episodes about how you can easily quickly go into debt with credit cards. So you're really lucky that you had that information. Got to be careful. What about you, Christina? Mine, from the second I got my very first big girl job after college, my dad said, you are putting your money in a 401k, like immediately. Nice. So anybody I ever talk to that starts a new job, especially if they're right out of college, it's never too young to start with your retirement because my goal is to get paid and not have to work. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Goal. That's the dream. <laughs> that um, no the wonder dream. she likes the vacation episodes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's everyone's dream. Well, we're so excited for our Money Smart friends who are joining us today, and they're each going to dive into some advice that can help us at different stages of our lives. Yes, yeah, so we're so excited. Today, we have some friends from Addition Financial Credit Union joining us. Welcome, guys. Yay. Hi. Hey. All right, so I'm going to introduce each of you, and then you're going to kind of tell us about yourselves, okay? So first, we have Caitlin Justice. Hi, I'm Caitlin Justice. I am an Addition Financial debit card processor. I have been through it all, and I've made every financial mistake that a young person can make, and I'm here to help you Thank learn goodness. what not it's to me. do. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I'm the problem. It's you. <laughs> Great. Now See, we owe again, Taylor Swift 50 again, cents. We need a budget for, for that, Producer Nicole. <laughs> all right. All right. Our Welcome. next guest is Gabrian Culkins. Welcome. Tell us about yourself. Hi, I'm Gabrian. Uh, a couple different things. I'm a diehard Buffalo Bills fan. Oh, no. Oh. Right? <laughs> I like Wegmans better than Publix. Change my what? mind. What? Yep. Oh. Sorry. See, I don't know any better. I grew up with Publix, Ooh. so... It's nah. where shopping's a pleasure. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a boy mom of two, and I've been in the world of finance and lending for a little over 10 years, and right now I am the mm, assistant manager with consumer lend of consumer lending. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. I love that she has to think about that. Like, what do I do? I have I to do? think about everything. I, think, so. I was going to say, I'm like, what do I do every single day? Right. <laughs> don't ask me what I ate for lunch, because I have no idea. <laughs> Thanks, Gabriel. And then last but certainly not least, Leon Lachance. Hi. Welcome. How are you? Great. Hello. Tell us about yourself. Well, I'm Leon Lachance. That's it. No, I'm the vice president. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed our time together. I'm, I'm the vice president of human resources at Addition Financial. I consider myself a native Floridian. I've lived in Florida most of my very long life. Oh, mm. uh, I have two children. One is 22, one is 18. I play guitar. And for fun, I play that guitar in a band. Oh, that is so cool. yeah. yeah. Okay, are you a Publix fan? I love me some Publix. Oh. Yes, <laughs> because I spent I spent six months living in Colorado, where they charge you for bags. Oh no, oh. it's criminal. Why? At Publix, they just give them to you. They're so generous at Publix. Yeah. But they always try to remind you to bring your bags, like bring your reusable bags. They always get left it's in my true. car. It's yeah. true. Yeah, they're always. always in the car. Always in the car. I get that. I love when they ask paper or plastic, and I'm like, do you have anything in Kevlar or burlap? <laughs> Ooh, that would they be just nice. Don't, they don't have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Caitlin, I want to start with you. I hear you have plenty of advice for our younger listeners, so let's pick your brain first. But of course, everyone feel free to chime in when it's necessary, yeah? Question number one, when it comes to starting your financial journey, what are some of the first things a teen or young adult should do when they have a little bit of money? Well, the first thing you want to do is decide where your money is going to live. Mm. 
as a kid, it's fine for you to have a piggy bank, but if you really want to level up, you need to give your money the best home possible. Mm. And if you're a teen, you need a place to deposit that paycheck you're eventually going to get. So I should be getting rid of the piggy bank I have currently. <laughs> this Absolutely is, this not. This is what I'm hearing. <laughs> it's perfectly fine in a decorative sense. But if you want that piggy bank to make you more money, Either it goes and finds a job, or you go and find a savings account at your closest financial institution. I love that. Yeah, I remember being so nervous when I was 18, and I was like, oh, God, I have a, a job now. I have a paycheck. Mm -hmm. Should I buy rollerblades, or should I go to the <laughs> bank? That was a real decision I had to make. You know, I, I, turned, I just turned was, 18, yeah. and I had to figure it out. Rollerblades. Funny, you should mention that. Yes, the rollerblades? Yeah, well, when <laughs> I was a young lass, my parents convinced me that the smartest thing to do with my birthday money, aka the only $20 I made all year, because I didn't have an allowance back then, the smartest thing to do was to put it into a savings account they had set up for me. Because it's in a savings account, your money is going to grow, and once your money grows, the, that money that grew, you're going to be able to make money off of that. And I so I didn't buy the Barbie Jeep that could drive itself. Oh. I didn't have any Nintendos. I put all that money away. And when I was 18, I was so excited to take a look and see how all of my sacrifice had turned into $300. Wow. Hey, that's hey. a lot for a teenager. Yeah. That's awesome. Snaps. That's amazing. It was a thin year at college. <laughs> I had some thin years at college too. And then I discovered tacos. <laughs> Oh I'll boy. be here all week. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to keep going and jump on something, Caitlin, that Randy brought up earlier about credit cards. Do you have any, like, how were you with getting a credit card at your age? And what advice would you give someone about credit cards? Randy had a great experience, yes, which is goodness. not always a common thing. So mm -hmm. what was your experience with credit cards and what advice would you give a younger self? I was scared of credit cards. <laughs> Anything that I'd heard was that credit cards were on the road to destruction. You were going to get a credit card and your money would fly away. Mm. That is not the case most of the time. So one of the most important things that can factor into a person's credit score is their credit age, how long they've been using that credit and how long they've been reporting to the credit bureau. Mm. And it's so important to start as early as possible to start building that credit history because the better your credit score, the better rates you get on cards and loans. So good credit score, you save money in the long run. Most institutions also have credit cards specifically marketed towards novices. You can ask your bank or credit union about a student credit card or a secured credit card. A secure credit card is a card that places a hold on money in your account, starting as low as $500, and that becomes your credit limit. Hmm. To start with, try not to spend more, any more than you can pay off at one time. And if you can, set up an auto pay for the minimum balance to make sure you never miss a payment. Man, that's such great credit card advice for any age, for sure. I can't get the image of the Barbie Jeep out of my mind. <laughs> so, Caitlin, did about. you take that advice? Yeah, did you? I did on the secured card. Oh. Uh, I did not, at first, take the advice on don't spend more than you have in your savings. Oh, what ha Oh, no. Everything's wah, wah. fine now, but that was also a lean semester at college. Yeah. Oh, man. But now you've learned, like, what did you learn from that experience? The most important thing is to live within your means and to 
budget. Yes. Budget, budget, budget. Knowing your way around the budget is how you are going to meet all of your savings goals. Mm-hmm. It's really good advice, especially yep. being so young. Because I remember, again, just being young and wanting to go out and spend. And I have all this freedom now. I don't live at home. and all. <laughs> no, you have to live within your means and stick to that budget. Because otherwise, you can get into a lot of trouble. Oh, yeah. I was freehanding it for the longest time. But now I use Mint.com, which is a free budget app. Oh, Mint. Helps me keep track that. of expenses. Yeah, you can see the money that's coming in and out. So if you're eating out $100, maybe you can scale it back to 80 <laughs> you can see the water bill climbing up. You can you know, try and see if there's a leak. It's excellent. That's awesome, Caitlin. I think that's the best advice for young people for sure is budgeting. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. Okay. Gabrielle, are you ready? Of course. It's your turn. <laughs> We're going to hear all the juicy gossip about what advice you're going to give us right. from, from your stage. Okay. Yes. So <laughs> we hear... You have some great advice for our listeners who have established, who are more established in their career and are comfortable in that middle stage of life. You have two young boys. At this stage, is it prime to start investing? And how would you even get started doing that? Sure. So pretty much the way to start is just to audit your current financial situation. Where am I? Where do I need to be? Where do I want to be? You want to decide how much you want to invest. And then what are you investing for? So you're investing for retirement, for wealth building, those types of things. You can open an investment account, research your different options. You want to talk and just kind of touch base with your financial institution first. So Here at Addition, we actually offer quite a few different options. You can walk into a branch and speak with someone there that has training on how to make your money grow and help you reach your goals. Each member also has the opportunity to meet for a no-cost and no-obligation appointment with a financial advisor. I thought that was pretty awesome. And then the reason why that one actually resonated with me coming to this credit union is that I used to work for a bank, a big bank, and you actually had to have $25,000 of investable funds available wow. before you, you could even talk to a financial advisor. Oh, man. What? So that meant, so investable funds. I'm three so, zeros behind on, on that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that meant you had to have six months of living expenses saved and then $25,000 liquid on top of that to wow. even speak to someone. People have money like that just like lying around? I guess so. Every now and then we ran into someone that had that oh, type man. of funds. Yes. So I think it's just a great benefit. But definitely check in with your financial institution and see if they have something like that that's no cost and no obligation. Also, there are different uh, risk levels for this. So certainly something you want to discuss. Be transparent. And then investing definitely is uh, age-based as far as risk goes. Mm. (laughs) So you want to ask questions, be clear with your goals and what you want to accomplish. So lots of different options there um, as far as investing goes. All right, Gabriel, what are your life goals? Like for your finances, when you start (laughs) doing retirement planning and stuff, what do you hope? I hope to be able to retire at a normal age. I don't want to work long and be amen you know <laughs> like the part-timer amen. somewhere because yes. i didn't save enough yes mm-hmm. um i will say i look at my retirement 
too often and oh, watch it no. ride the market. No. It's scary. It goes up and down. No, like you got to be the horse with yeah, the, the blinders. The blinders. The blinders. <laughs> yes. So I do get a little concerned sometimes. In fact, I did take some funds out of my – or stop contributing as much as I was to my 401k for a little bit of time there. And I invested oh. in one of the higher interest options out there that's available. So I was receiving a steady 5% at that point. Wow. So that's good. Knowing yeah. it was guaranteed. Smart. But then, you know, I was able to reassess and, and say, okay, you know, maybe it's it's evened out a little bit more. So just kind of keeping an eye and being flexible and, and fluid with my risk right now because yeah. I'm still very young. Yes. Thank you. Oh, yes. yes, we're totally, we're very young. But also <laughs> right. like you have two kids. So then you got to also think about yes. college. Actually, oh, they, so, okay. So they're a little older than young children. Oh, <laughs> see, I thought you were, had little kids. <laughs> well, I know because it's my youthful <laughs> appearance. Youthful persona. That's what it is. So one is actually owned by the government. He's in the Marines. So I don't have to worry about him yeah. right now. Um, I mean, I worry immensely, but I don't, financially speaking, I don't really mm-hmm. have to worry about him, thankfully. And my other son has enough money and savings to probably pay off my house. He works very steady at Chick-fil-A and he is a hoarder of the funds. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> so, that, great on you for teaching them such great skills. It was difficult, but a great learning experience. And I think they're both definitely um, where they way. need to be. <laughs> That's incredible. Yes, for sure. Yes. So unfortunately, at this stage, some people find themselves accumulating a lot of debt. What are some strategies that you can recommend for managing and paying off that debt? Absolutely. So debt is certainly something that we can find ourselves in, whether we mean to or not. There's a couple different options. Again, speaking with your financial institution, going in and talking to the relationship advisors, whatever type of uh, title, the the bankers or whatever they are um, that they have, go in and, and sit down and, and really speak with them. Again, transparency is important. So making sure that they know what your goals are and where you are. Don't lie and save a great credit score if it's subpar. Don't do that because as soon as they pull your credit, they'll know. So <laughs> don't yeah. lie about that. They will know all. They know. Yes. And just be honest. If there is something that happened to you, you know, whether it was a medical incident or, or COVID, you know, lost your job, something like that. If you can explain maybe a dip in payment um, commitments, then it certainly gives the um, people looking at your credit a, a better picture of what's going on in your life. So you can explain some of those things. Certainly some of the other options that we have for debt that we can talk about are, you know, debt consolidation. So you can pay down your unsecured debt. One of the nice things with that is it's typically considered an installment loan when you do that. So not talking about a credit card transfer, balance transfer, that kind of thing. This is a specific loan that gives you a term and you have a certain amount of time with an end date that you can pay that off. It's easier to budget, I find, that way. Um, You can make those payments and even a little bit above um, what the minimum payment is and, and pay off your debt. Yeah. One of the key things is do not consolidate your debt into an installment loan and then re-rack up your oh. revolving debt, which oh, would be no. your credit cards. Don't do that because double then you down have double on the debt. Madness. <laughs> oh, yes. man. I feel so, like I remember some of this on a previous episode that we had. Yeah, definitely. Like Then you're in like double, yes. double yeah. hot water. Uh, yes. I don't, don't like do hot that. water to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> I like warm water warm water maybe <laughs> no i want it ice cold ice cold to drink Who are you but to bathe in oh. heck no like, like i need it to bath. be like 78 degrees for me to even step foot in the water that's so specific <laughs> does your bathtub <laughs> have a, like a thermometer like, you can tell how <laughs> all right gabriel what is the best personal advice financial advice that you want to give someone in your age group 
definitely set goals. That's one of my big things. If you're looking to retire early, if you're looking to become debt free, or if you just want to breathe in between each paycheck, I think it's so important to be able to set those goals. I actually was researching a couple different things. Lending Tree in 2023 said that 56% of people are fearful of future finances. Say that three times fast. Oh, no. Wow. So that's a lot. One of my things that I've noticed as a pattern in my life, if I find that there's something that I'm afraid of, except for bees and spiders, I tend to expose <laughs> myself to those things and learn as much as I can about them so that I can then have that knowledge to base and combat my fear. So I then lose my fear and feel like I've accomplished something and really overcome that. Um, There's so a beehive outside if I'm you want to try to I'm tackle really that good. one too. No, I'm really good. <laughs> <laughs> like death fear. Like, like oh, I scream and, and just run. <laughs> not the bees. Yeah, right. <laughs> so bees are not my thing. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so mean. I'm so mean, Christina. You Why do you are. let me be on the show? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe maybe for season five, we'll find something. Oh, no. <laughs> Randy being replaced. <laughs> Caitlin's, Caitlin's available. All right. It's you get the final guest, Randy. I'll let you take it away. Okay. Hi, hi, Leon. Howdy. Hi, Leon. He's hi. waving at me way over hi. there. Last but not least, Leon, we want to hear some advice that you have for folks that are looking forward to retirement. Mm. What are some of those tips that you have for managing finances a little bit later in life? So, so there's really three components for me. It's working with a financial advisor is key. And we've heard it, you know, with, with uh, my two colleagues here yeah. in prior stages. The sooner that you work with a financial advisor, I think the better you are, you know? Mm -hmm. And at, at my stage in life, strongly, strongly recommend it. The thing is, the earlier you start, you've got that thing called time. Time is a superpower. Mm -hmm. And you have less of it when you're getting close to retirement age. Mm. And the more that you can invest uh, early on, on, honestly, the better that you'll be. The second thing is balancing a portfolio. So by the time you get closer to retirement age, you, you have choices. You have some financial investments, perhaps. Mm -hmm. You've got some CDs. You've got a savings account. Check. Hopefully, you have a checking account by the time you're my age. <laughs> but the idea is to really balance that portfolio and figure out what your goals are. So for me, and it, this is very specific to me, okay? I, I don't think I represent a majority of the population in, in my age bracket, but I always want to be working. I always wanna be engaged in something. I wanna do something. I, that's part of my reason for getting out and jumping out of bed every day. So that's just me. Some people are wired like that, some aren't. That's okay, that's great. Mm -hmm. I want to always work. So my portfolio includes work. Includes I would always have some type of an income from getting up every morning and, mm. and doing something. That's a big part of it. But by the time you get to close to retirement, you should be looking at investment strategies. And typically investment strategies, whether it's changing your mix in your IRA or 401k, it's shifting more to conservative investments mm. and things that, that have a, a, a more predictable, somewhat more predictable return. CDs are wonderful. My mother's 82, so she's a retiree, like she's, she's really retired. <laughs> we'll get her on the next podcast. Yes. Yeah, get Muriel. She'll she'll yes. tell you. She'll yeah, tell you all about Muriel. It. Muriel's doing great, by the way. Her house is paid off. Nice. Uh, Lucky. Yeah. I had nothing to do with it. I'd love to take credit for that, but I had nothing to do with that. She paid off her house, and she has shifted a lot of her money into CDs. Mm. That's a great way, shorter term, six months, 12 months, mm -hmm. to just get a very nice, predictable return on money that you may have been spending a lot of time in your life accumulating, right? That's where balancing the portfolio comes in. The third thing is evaluating your budget. When you get really close to retirement, you start thinking, or 10 years or more out, you start thinking, huh, 
what's that going to be? Is it social security? How much is that really going to pay for? Mm -hmm. do, do you have pensions from previous jobs? Those are going away in general, right? Those are becoming like a, a thing that doesn't exist anymore, yeah. but there are some. So there, people will have income from different sources and it can be pensions, can be social security. If you have a 401k or an IRA, you can withdraw slowly from some of those accounts. That's true. So the IRS, love them, uh, after the age... <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Sorry about that. There's too much story to talk about. It's I won't true. Go into that. But after the age of 59 and a half, not 59 and a quarter, 59 and a half. So specific. You, very specific. This is, this is them and their regs. It allows for penalty-free withdrawals from retirement accounts. After the age of 72... There is actually many different types of investment instruments. There are required withdrawals. So they're oh, called yeah. required minimum mm. distributions. They just start throwing money at you. Here, take uh, it. Take well, it. <laughs> in, in all fairness, it's based on how much you've saved. Yes, so, you know, throwing or, or spitting some at you. I don't know. That $20 <laughs> Caitlin had after retirement, that would be worth a lot. I tell my son, he's 18. Mm -hmm. I'm like, listen, you have to invest. You have to put you your money start. in savings yeah. and then you're going to put it in 401k and you will be a millionaire. You're 18 years old, put 20 bucks away a week and forget it ever existed. Yes. Yes. And you will just, I you'll thank me when I'm dead, but you'll thank me. <laughs> time being the superpower. Time. Yes. Time is. Time. Yeah. I love this. The set it and forget it model is my favorite way of saving money. Horse with the blinders. Yes. Otherwise, you'd be like Gabriel looking know, at you at the roller coaster. I can't, I can't investments. look at it. I, I, I can't. I can't look at it. Not it's at scary. All. It, it really is like a roller coaster. I, I looked at it once a few weeks ago at my mm. investments, and I've been, mm. I've been doing all these things that you guys have been saying since I was probably twenty. Is when I started putting stuff away. But I, I looked at it every month, and then I got scared, and I was, <laughs> I started grasping at things that I yeah. didn't fully comprehend. And I think the set it and forget it model is the safest and smartest way. Yep. I agree. Discipline is a big, important factor. Yeah. And it's also yeah. very hard. Yeah. Discipline can be hard. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you go on as many vacations as we do. I know. That's With so all true. Of... <laughs> you thought I was going to single you out. <laughs> yes. I go on vacation too. <laughs> you do. We have a lot of friends that told us good spots. <laughs> it's true. All right. So Leon, talking about retirement, when you get closer to it, and you're right, like most of us won't have an income during retirement because we're not going to be working anymore. So how do you make sure to save enough money for retirement? Okay. Since you've asked, <laughs> oh yes, it, it is really in, it goes back to discipline. It goes back to your lifestyle and your habits every day. It really does. You know, it, there's nothing new under the sun with this. I really think it comes down to, do you eat out more than you eat in? And if you do, so there's, there's a place there to shift a little. You're looking right at me. I looked into your you soul and right I saw, into I, my soul. I saw Olive I was, Garden. That's, I don't know what happened. <laughs> it was the soup salad and breadsticks. Oh, yeah. It was God, endless. The, it's always the endless, breadsticks. Oh, yeah. those carbs. It's good stuff, but it's those little choices in life. They all aggregate into a solid advantage of money. You'll always have just a little bit, but that's all it takes mm -hmm. to do something special with that, right? For yourself, your future self will thank you. Here's the thing I've always adhered to. Paying off a car. Oh, I love it. Listen, it's hard. But once you pay off a car, it's the you best. never miss. And I mean never. You never miss stroking that check or making that payment. <laughs> you don't miss it. Because now you just have it. And you go, what do I want to do with two, three, four, whatever? Hundred dollars. Whatever your car payment is. Yeah. yeah I, she's giving me the thumbs up. <laughs> Gabriel's over here. like, yes. higher. It's you higher. You've lending. More. Yeah. You, I'm the like, you can tell coming through are a lot yeah. higher now. Yeah. Put half down on a car if you can. Pay it off. Yes. Done. 
You know what I do? Because my husband's about to pay off his car in a couple months and I do it every single time is that once our car is paid off, we still make ghost payments into a money market account. Love it. So oh, then as nice. soon as we need to get a new car, which we will we'll drive this car until into it's the dead. ground. Yes. Yes. Then we have a hefty down payment that we can Boom. put down. I love that. And then just keep making payments to yourself. I love it. You know what? You're allowed to go out and eat for that. Yes. That's a good habit. That's Why a great habit. I think that's perfect. Bread sticks for you and breadsticks for you. <laughs> it's like Oprah. It's you. rivers <laughs> of soup. It's rivers of breadsticks. It's going to be Ooh, rivers of soup. That's a <laughs> that's a pretty good marketing campaign strategy. That is, rivers yeah. of soup. Olive Garden. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's four Cost. rivers and then their spinoff, oh, rivers, four of rivers. rivers of Soup. Uh, but that's one of the things that I do. Drive the car into the ground. Pay it uh-huh. off, drive it into the ground. When it's time to get another one, get another one. Do the same thing. You have so much extra money. Yes, yes you're paying it but you're gonna anyways. So, you know, go for it. Pay the thing off, pay the thing off. And then just things like small habits, like for example, you know, you save a little bit monthly. I do things like, you know, there's wholesale retailers. Uh, I don't know if we can mention names of like sure. Sam's Club and, and Nicole DJs has and... like a list of companies we owe money to. It's okay. Perfect. No, that's great. I, I, I had no idea. Uh, but like a $25 membership or a $50, $50 membership, You'll pay that off and just how much you save in gas going to those places. Oh, they, that's true. For whatever reason, I don't know. Not that smart about it. They just always have cheaper, cheaper gas. And so yeah. every time I fill up, it's a dollar per fill up or more less expensive. I mean, yeah. I'm not paying as much. So in 12 weeks, I'm paying off my $25 membership. Yeah. The rest of the year, you know, Genius. what am I doing with that extra money? <laughs> so it's just, it's little things like that. You know, it's, it's, it's coupons. It's all that saving money where you can. Yeah. I love yep. that. Yep. Thank you so much. Now it's time for our rapid fire round of questions, our making account essentials. Christina, you want to start? Yes, I would love to start. Okay. Are you guys ready? Rapid fire, quick answers. I think they can do it. Yeah. Randy, you think we're they ready. can do I it? Yeah. We're ready. You guys ready? We're ready. Oh, yes. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> All, right. Let's do this. All right. Caitlin, you're first, and then Gabriel, and then Leon. Okay. Question one What is one essential saving tip that you could give your generation? Boom. You need to have a savings account. You might as well look for a high-yield savings account. You can find them on nerdwallet.com. Bam. All right. <laughs> Gabriel. Uh, I think the Roundup or Adds Up um, on Ooh. your checking. Oh. My checking account has that, and yeah. I love it. Yes. Roundup. All right, Leon. CDs, look for the best rate, put your money there for six to 12 months, move it again, move it again, move it again, move it again. Genius. Yeah, I opened my first CD a couple months <gasps> ago. Yes, <laughs> Christina. Wait, 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 wait. You pay off your car <laughs> and you have money in CDs. And my house will be paid off in eight years. Wow. <laughs> who's, but who's counting? But who's counting? No. That's amazing. I don't know. That's amazing. <laughs> All right, Randy, you're up. Amazing. Uh, so we've talked a lot about of the do's, but what are some financial don'ts that you would share with each of your generations? Caitlin? Don't buy things from door-to-door salespeople. <laughs> they say... What? <laughs> we need to, I need to hear just a little bit more about this door-to-door salesman. What? What? It's a Kirby vacuum. They said it would help me build my credit. It cost more than my car. Oh, no. Never. no. Don't do it. Don't trust the <laughs> Don't door-to-door do salesman. All right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Gabriel. <laughs> um, I would say don't sign up for the monthly subscriptions especially if it has a free 30-day trial. Those are the ones where they get you because you forget to cancel. It's so true because they just sit on your credit card statement and then months go by. I know. I've got Apple Plus right now for free and I put a reminder in my calendar so I remember to stop it. That's awesome. I do that too. (laughs) I do. (laughs) But don't let it lapse. If you're going to use the free 30 days, set a reminder. Otherwise, you're stuck and you forget. Yeah. Leon. I'm targeting people like who are my mother's age. Okay. She's, She's in her 80s. And don't give people 
the password to your oh, computer. Oh, no. That's such a good tip. Isn't that just good for everyone? Yes. But yes. the group that's, that's most yeah, that's susceptible to that <laughs> are retirees who don't know. Well, Microsoft called me personally. But oh. Muriel. India. Per, poor Muriel. Right. No. I mean, that's bad. St- Anyways, I would say don't do not do that. Aww. It's not good. That's yeah. good advice. No. Yeah. I write it down in my phone in a locked note. And you can't mm. get in unless you have my face. So if you have my face, good on you. But yes, please. You did fall for that when I was 15. So it's good for everybody. Yes, good advice. All right, question number three. What budgeting tip can you give each of your individual generations? Caitlin. Caitlin. You think you're going to be able to trim out all the fun stuff and stick to the absolute most bare bones budget? Budget for fun stuff. Oh, I love that. Budget for fun stuff. Gotta have some fun. (laughs) I love that. Um, I would say, I mean... I think we've all maybe been at a time where we had to choose between milk milk and toilet paper. Um, but I think keeping a budget definitely puts you in control instead of having your money control you. So name every dollar and, and uh, yeah, really just make advice. sure you, you stick to that. Yes. But budget for fun, definitely. And Leon. T- timeless. I, I, have to, I have to echo. I think budgeting is so strong. I don't think there's any other answer. At any age, budget, stick to your budget, stay to your true, budget. And yeah. it becomes more critical as you are closer to and you're in retirement. Mm-hmm. You have what you have and that's it. Yeah. That's a scary, it's a scary thought sometimes if you don't prepare properly. Yep. I agree. All right. Last one is a fun one. So what is the best piece of financial advice you were ever given that has impacted your life that you would say that you still use today? Caitlin? This came straight from my mom every oh. single time we were in a store. Do you really need it? Oh. <laughs> my mom said the same thing. It's so true. I, she, she would always say, if you don't love it, in the store, you're not going to like it when you get home. Oh. So if you really need it, yes. But if not, it's just going to sit in your closet. I, I hear that, that from my Every. husband. <laughs> 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 Love you. Mine is always pay myself first. So save mm. off of the top of my income and not with what's left over. So yes. do that first. Nice. Uh, for for me, it's don't rack up debt. Yeah. Because if you can't pay cash, then it answers the question, do you really need that? Yeah. And if the answer is yes, then well, now you have other things you need to do. But Cash first. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think I might have $2 in my wallet right now. <laughs> I always have a like a, a $20 bill in my car in case we need to park somewhere. Really? Do you yeah. lock your car? <laughs> oh, it's locked. Just like my hidden passwords. No one will you get need, into my you, car. You no need one... his face to get into, <laughs> into my car. <laughs> it's an iCar. It's, it's the Apple car, first of its kind. Right. No, I would not be able to afford that kind of payment. Gabriel would give me really dirty looks coming from consumer lending. Oh, All that's right. funny. You guys, thank you so much for joining us yes. today and really giving us relatable tips for each of your generations and the generations behind you. We really enjoyed it. So we hope you guys had a really good time. Yes. yes. Thank you. Definitely. I, mean, I wrote down a thank lot of so notes. Thank you so much for having us. I love this. I wrote down a lot of notes because it is good to have different you know, pieces of advice depending on what stage of life that you're in. Definitely. Thanks, yes. guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Christina, I think you know what time it is. What What did did we we learn today? today? Okay, Randy, there was so much information this episode, and I I thought I had a pretty good grip on my financial journey, but I always learn something whenever we bring our money smart friends in. They just give me such a great perspective, and I really enjoyed learning about all these new things. Okay, so here's what I learned today. Let's hear it. All three of them 
had very similar things that they all said, but goals and budget, all three of them said it. So yeah. regardless of what your age bracket is, they all said goals and budget. And also, I really, my kids are about to turn 13 and, and one's 10. So we're getting close to that secured credit card area. Oh, yes. So I'm so glad that she brought that up because that's something I, I never knew about growing up. Like you it's such a great opportunity to earn credit when you're young. You got to take advantage of that information that yeah. we learn and, and pass it along to future generations. Yeah. What about you, Randy? What did you learn? S something that stuck with me is something Leon said. He said time is a superpower. I love that. Which I love. I mean, I immediately went to like comic books. But after <laughs> my brain went there, I, I said to myself, hey, like you have to use the time wisely. And you, mm -hmm. you got to think about your future at every stage. Yep. Just because you're 18, you're 20, whatever age you are, if you start somewhere small, it will grow and it will accumulate over time and you're gonna pat yourself on the back when it comes time to retire. That is so true. Yes. Okay, so now's the time of the episode where we give you the resources to help listeners make it count. Randy, what do we have for our listeners today? Yes, we have the perfect one to tie into today's episode. Today was all about financial advice for every stage of life. So I've got Addition Financial's money management tips and saving strategies for every budget and age guide. Whoa. I, it's a, it's a, it's a, a lot. Doozy. It's a doozy, <laughs> but it, I've used it before and it is very useful. Nice. So go ahead and check it out for some great tips to better navigate money management and building a budget no matter what stage of life you're at. I love that a lot. And as always, you can grab that resource in the link in our show notes, courtesy of producers Lauren and Nicole. Thank you to all of our listeners joining us today. And we'll see you next season on Making, Making It, it Count. Count. And that's a wrap on this episode of Making It Count. Thanks so much for joining us today. You can find our show notes in this episode's description. Be sure to subscribe or follow to stay up to date on our latest episodes. And don't forget to rate or review us on your favorite podcast app. And do you have your own burning financial questions? Send them our way at podcast at editionfi.com and we'll feature them on a show. Miss us already? Don't worry. We'll be back soon with another episode of Making, Making It, it Count. Counts.